No president added more to the debt in four years than my president. I, I misspoke. 25% of our country's entire debt. Talk about being deprived of your pride. Look at your child. Your child. I, uh, I said that uh, when I was seeking the nomination. I said, take a seat, everybody. And there wasn't a single chair in the place. I said, that Biden really is stupid. He doesn't know it. Where's Doug? Congressman. Where's Doug? Congressman. Doug. Doug. Where's Doug? I don't exist. It is January 27th, 2023. Welcome to The Daily Rob. You can find Rob all across the internet. Check the description. It has the, all my links, which has all of Rob's socials. And without further ado, the man, the myth, the legend, the one and only Rob Smith. It is I, Stu. It is I, America. How many days has it been, Stu, since somebody on the Supreme Court leaked Dobbs v. Jackson decision? It's been like eight or nine months. Little pussy boy uh, Roberts said, you know, we've done an investigation. We can't find out who did it. I could go up there in one day and I could figure out who did it. The first fat, pasty skin, purpled hair bitch you see is a likely candidate. And um, it would not be that hard to figure this out. Why do you think, Stu, they haven't figured it out? Who, who are they protecting? Maybe they just want you know, a conciliatory atmosphere around there and they're going to let this person get away with it. Speaking of that, uh, the Paul Pelosi investigation, there's still stuff we haven't been told. We have surmised about that and what actually happened. Anyway, apparently they went before a judge and the judge has ordered the San Francisco police to release the video. Of course, you can't trust these motherfuckers. When they release the, the video, you don't know if they're going to edit any of it out. Uh, but that is happening. And they argued in front of the judge that they were afraid misinformation would come out if people see the video. <laughs> in other words, if you see tangible proof of something, it, it heightens the chance of misinformation. What is wrong with free debate and free discussion? Now, the other thing, Stu, that's out there that's being concealed from us, the curious public is Jeffrey Epstein's suicide. And we haven't talked about this for a while, but when we've talked about it, you know, we noticed the inconsistencies here. We've spoken about all of a sudden the two prison guards said they were asleep when this happened and they forged their timesheets. Also, curiously, here's the most high profile guy they've ever had in that federal jail. And they have, he's on a suicide watch and he um, and the cameras don't work that night for some reason. Hmm. The one night that he dies is the night the cameras don't work. But there's new evidence out there, Stu, that I didn't know. And as you know, I pretty much know everything. So when I don't know something, this is big news. Tucker Carlson last night exposed some of this. On Saturday morning, August 10th, 2019, Attorney General William Barr was working in his home office when his chief of staff called to say that Jeffrey Epstein had just been found dead in his cell in New York City. 
Barr was shocked and upset to hear this. His first reaction, as he recounts in his memoir, was to worry that some people in America might not buy the idea that Jeffrey Epstein had killed himself. Quote, no one's going to believe it was a suicide, Barr fretted to his chief of staff. There will be conspiracy theories all over the place. Now, that's a pretty odd response if you think about it. At the time, there was no way that Bill Barr could have known for sure how Jeffrey Epstein died. So you would think, as the attorney general, his first concern would be finding out what actually happened. But instead, his first concern was worried that the public might jump to unapproved conclusions about what happened. And in some ways, Bill Barr was right to worry. Many Americans did not believe that Jeffrey Epstein had killed himself. Given the strange circumstances of his death, stranger even than most people understood at the time, it was going to take a sustained public relations campaign to convince Americans that Jeffrey Epstein killed himself. But Bill Barr was willing to make the effort. Two days later, he flew to New Orleans, gave a speech, and said this. I was appalled, and indeed the whole department was, and frankly, angry, to learn of the MCC's failure to adequately secure this prisoner. We are now learning of serious irregularities at this facility that are deeply concerning and demand a thorough investigation. The FBI and the Office of Inspector General are doing just that. We will get to the bottom of what happened and there will be accountability. So the country is skeptical and concerned. Bill Barr is skeptical and concerned. We will get to the bottom of what happened and there will be accountability, he promised that day. But that turned out to be untrue. Three and a half years after Jeffrey Epstein died, no one has gotten to the bottom of what happened that day, and there has been no accountability for it. The only people ever punished for the grotesque malfeasance surrounding Epstein's death were two low-level guards who fell asleep on duty that night. Both pleaded guilty to falsifying government records. But last year, with no real explanation, an Obama-appointed judge dropped all charges against both of them. One of the guards may still work for the federal government. As for getting to the bottom of what happened, despite many promises from many various officials, neither the FBI nor the Justice Department's Office of Inspector General has ever issued a report explaining how Jeffrey Epstein died. Not a word. So once again, three and a half years after one of the most widely covered deaths of our time, there are still no answers and there is still no accountability. Why is that? Well, many reasons, probably, but one of them is that Washington veteran Bill Barr, the only man in the modern era to serve as attorney general twice, declared the Epstein case closed. Now, at first blush, Barr seems to have good reason for doing that. By the end of 2019, Barr writes in his memoir, I was confident that Jeffrey Epstein committed suicide by hanging himself. Now, why did Bill Barr believe that? Well, the first piece of evidence he offers up is this, quote, the New York City medical examiner had conducted an autopsy and ruled that Epstein killed himself by hanging. That's the first piece of evidence. The second is this. It's a videotape that, quote, confirmed the medical examiner's findings. I personally reviewed that video footage, Barr writes. It shows conclusively that between the time Epstein was locked in his cell at 7.49 p.m. on the night of August 9th and the time he was discovered the next morning at 6.30, no one entered his tier, end quote. Therefore, Bill Barr explained, we can know for sure that Jeffrey Epstein killed himself. In his book, Barr ends this section on Epstein with a self-congratulatory note. The management changes I made at the time to the federal prison system were good ones, and I think the agency is slowly on its way back. In other words, everything is fine now. Let's move on. This was enough for most journalists in Washington. 
Virtually every subsequent news story about Jeffrey Epstein's death denounced skeptics of the official story as crazy, who for whatever reason were engaged in, quote, baseless conspiracy theories. What's amazing, in retrospect, is that none of these reporters, veterans at the Washington Post, the Associated Press, NBC News, the New York Times, many others, none of them ever thought to revisit Bill Barr's assessment of Epstein's death and measure it against the basic tenets of common sense. If you did that, you saw that what Bill Barr said about Jeffrey Epstein was transparently absurd and very obviously dishonest. Barr began by claiming that the medical examiner who conducted Epstein's autopsy ruled his death a suicide. But that is not true. The initial cause of death following the autopsy was not suicide, but, quote, pending, which is to say unclear. The medical examiner who performed the autopsy could not say how Jeffrey Epstein died. Forensic pathologist Michael Bodden, who was also present that day, came away believing Epstein had been murdered. After reviewing more than a thousand suicides by hanging in New York State, Bodden later said he couldn't find a single neck injury, not one, that matched the injury that Epstein sustained. Jeffrey Epstein did not kill himself, Bodden concluded. He was strangled. The physical evidence he saw at the autopsy made that obvious. But New York City's chief medical examiner, Barbara Sampson, who was not present at the autopsy, overruled the judgment of those who were. Days later, on the basis of no new evidence or investigation, Barbara Sampson simply declared Jeffrey Epstein's death a suicide. That was the city's official but totally unsupported conclusion, which Bill Barr and many others promptly repeated. Why did Chief Medical Examiner Barbara Sampson do that? We don't know. We called Sampson today to ask her, but she hung up on us. Then there's the question of the videotape, which Barr cited. Both cameras trained on the door of Jeffrey Epstein's cell did not work that night, famously. And to this day, no one has explained why they didn't work. So the video footage that Bill Barr said he watched didn't cover Epstein's cell, just the entrance to the larger cell block. No one came in or out of the tier, Barr said. Therefore, Jeffrey Epstein killed himself. So let's consider that claim rationally. On the night of August 9th, Jeffrey Epstein was being held in the special housing unit of the Metropolitan Correctional Center in Manhattan the most secure part of the city's federal lockup. It would be physically impossible for a stranger to get in and out of this facility without an electronic pass and without being seen by the countless cameras in place between the street and the locked ninth floor of the building. So if Jeffrey Epstein was murdered, he was not murdered by an intruder, someone who came into the tier. He was murdered by someone on his own cell block, obviously. There were seven other cells on Epstein's tier and each one housed dangerous criminals. So if you were looking for a killer, you would figure out who was in those cells. But no one seems to have thought of that or done it. The Bureau of Prisons refused to provide us with a list of the inmates on Epstein's tier. It's not clear how many of them were even interviewed by investigators, despite the fact that some of them were transferred out of the facility shortly after Epstein's death. That's a baffling oversight. Instead, Attorney General Bill Barr simply assured the country that no one from outside came into Jeffrey Epstein's tier and declared the case solved. And if you think about it, that is a remarkable way to assess a potential crime scene, especially when you consider the source. Bill Barr was not a civilian or a crime novel aficionado. He was the chief law enforcement officer of the United States. He was the nation's top cop. His job was to solve crimes. And yet somehow with all his law enforcement experience, it never seemed to dawn on Bill Barr that if there was a killer, the killer would have come from one of the cells on Epstein's tier. And then further, apparently, no one in the entire FBI suggested this to Bill Barr as they reviewed the case. Excuse me, Mr. Attorney General, 
It doesn't matter what the camera outside the tier shows. What matters is what happened inside the tier. Again, obvious. And yet, apparently, no one at DOJ ever said that to Bill Barr, and no one in the media noticed. So it shows you, Stu, the powers that be and how they can protect their asses. Just Lane Maxwell did an interview a few days ago, and she said that Jeffrey was killed. You know, why didn't Bill Barr recuse himself, considering his father had a personal working relationship with Epstein and got Epstein his job? at the Dalton School. And that's just the tip of that iceberg. And then, you know, the daughter of James Comey, you know, she was also involved with the Epstein death as well and doing the investigation. And, you know, she was the one partially responsible for not having the videotape footage. And, you know, if he had already tried to kill himself once, why did he have a sheet? Why did he even have sheets in the first place? That's typically something that you strip from people who have had at least one suicide attempt. And I mean, the whole thing just stinks to high heaven. Another story that people should be concerned about, and we spoke about this um, when we went over the, what what do they call it? The Anti-Inflation Act, the $1.7 billion uh, spending package uh, wasteful spending package. Um, there was a bunch of money. I forget how much it, it was, but it was like 70 billion for the national science foundation. Does that scare you? I mean, just the fact that these people are, are weaponizing and department of government called national science foundation, the people who fabricate science and then you use it to keep you locked up in your room and to put their thumb on you. It was leaked by a publication today that they are spending money on artificial intelligence to weed out anybody on any social media platform that talks about a or the, or the fact that the don't work. And what this does is it rewrites whatever it is you wrote. In, and it rewrites the narrative that the government wants people to hear. That's pretty fucking scary. Uh, and again, our government is so big, they can do spend all this money and do all these things in a clandestine way. You can't keep up with what they are doing, and they're doing it with your money. Another issue that I think was very interesting this was released uh, last night. This would be two days ago from when this video is going public. But uh, Project Veritas, they interviewed this guy named Jordan Tristan Walker. And he works for Pfizer. He's the Director of Research and Development and Strategic Operations. And he told the undercover Project Veritas guy, that Pfizer is playing around with uh, mutating the virus themselves so that they can sell more vaccines. In other words, you take a vaccine, they know it's going to make it mutate faster, and then they'll get to be able to crank out something else. 
he also suggested that gain of function was a real thing. And he said, that's something that they can do. However, he said they can make the virus more potent via, he called it selected structure mutations. Another term they used was directed evolution as well. The sad thing that Project Veritas does is it looks like they are doing honeypot operations. And, you know, they are getting a ton of good information from doing honeypots, but it looks like they set up these dates with these people who end up just blabbering about everything they do to the their dates because they're showing off effectively. And it certainly looks like this Walker, Mr. Walker, was a recipient of that. And so when James O'Keefe shows up today and kind of bombards him, it looks like it was he was waiting on his date. And hey there, is this seat taken? You work for Pfizer. My question for you is why does Pfizer want to hide from the public the fact oh that they're God. mutating the COVID viruses? Is this real life? I'm literally a yeah. liar. What I was what trying to impress doing? a person on a date What's your by position? lying. And this please, is please, absurd. Please don't touch me. Well, this is not. By the way, why don't, are you doing don't this? tell anybody. Who was just working at a company to literally help the public? You f up. You really did. Please read the cops as soon as possible. Can you please unlock your door? No, you, no, don't let them leave. Please unlock the door. Give me why is my door so stuck? Please unlock. Please unlock the door. Please unlock the door. Unlock the door. We're trying to get unlock the door. So that is sad, and and Walker freaked out and actually took the iPad and destroyed the iPad that O'Keefe was using to show him the footage, asking, you know, what? Why would he mention directed evolution? But in theory, you know, directed evolution, I guess could lead to some sort of super virus. So, I mean... Well, they said they can make it more potent. Yeah, I mean, and so it is it's deeply scary. And, you know, it's kind of like Jurassic Park. Like, why are we playing God in this capacity? You know, it's... do you, We're not God, and obviously something could happen that's completely terrible. So, I mean... Well, people who don't believe in God want to be God. So ex-Lions and Chargers linebacker Jesse Lemonier, he has died at age 25. His agent confirmed this. And the super sad thing is that he was expecting a child with his girlfriend. He recorded a sack in the 2022 NFL season and had been kind of looking like he was going overseas. And we don't know why he just dropped dead at the age of 25. Similar case, Bill's Damar Hamlin. And this is a few days old. He's been responding to these kind of social media conspiracies that, you know, was he really even at the game? Who was at the game? Because every time he's in public now, he has his face covered, which is deeply bizarre and very Michael Jackson. And one of my initial thoughts was, well, is he covering his face because he has oxygen on and he's embarrassed to show that he has oxygen on. But then it's not like he has an oxygen tube going into his nose. And then my other thought was, is he actually having some sort of facial paralysis and he doesn't want to show 
his face which is one of the common side effects common side effect of many things but i i understand what you're saying and we love youtube and we're not doctors <laughs> but very strange you know we live in this body positive world where you know lizzo who is not a healthy weight is considered beautiful but we can't have a premier athlete who everyone is rooting for just be open that I'm having some facial paralysis right now and it may be permanent, it may not. I mean, that's where you would imagine you would actually have true body positivity. You can imagine that as soon as that guy goes down, there are people in the pharmaceutical world who are getting in touch with the bill's owner. And they want to intervene. They probably say things like, we'll pay for his hospital care. They want to control the situation. I guarantee you that has happened. I'm not saying that he's took them up on any offers like that, but you know they want to control the narrative. Novak is at the Australian Open, and he's been kicking a lot of butt while he's been there. And it's been really interesting just to see how dominant he's been. We have a video coming out about the World Economic Forum and the Serbian president was there and said he expects to see Novak win because he's kind of fueled by his desire to kind of have a somewhat of a revenge on the tennis world for blocking him out and, you know, arguably his prime years and because he hasn't been able to be at every tournament. And so the interesting thing that happened was his father was in a photograph with some pro Putin people and they were had a Russian flag with Putin's face on it and it could have simply been a case of he was in the wrong place at the wrong time so Ukraine's ambassador is now calling on tennis Australia to ban Novak's father from the Australian Open and so uh, one of the Rebel News reporters said someone needs to let him know Australia's still a free country, unlike Ukraine. And there's been some controversy with the Ukrainian cabinet and Zelensky. And it's just really kind of interesting to see this. And so there is a Belarusian tennis star, Victoria Azarenik, and she gave a stellar interview where she essentially said, she just called the journalist out. There's been a, a, a lot of scrutiny about a lot of the Russian and Belarusian players here, and I'm sure even if you weren't looking at social, you would have seen there was an incident with Novak's um, dad last night. For someone, is it difficult for you when you go out there to put all those things out of your mind as well? And, you know, um, do, do, do you think there are other players who, who get impacted by it? Other players get impacted by what exactly you're asking me? Distractions out of their hands and, and the constant sort of um, news and talk about I know, mean, issues. News, like, right? news are coming from who? Well, from everyone, <laughs> social media. You were here talking, talking about it right now, so you, obviously it's a topic that you want to continue to bring up and up and up again. So I don't know what, what, uh, what do you want me to say? For you, I mean, you able to distance yourself from completely? Does it concern you at all? Do you think about it? Uh, as a fellow player, do you think it would have 
how difficult that might be for Novak? Um, I don't know what it has to do with Novak at all, to be fair. So <laughs> I've spoken to actually um, a security guard today who is, who is walking me to practice every day. Uh, I know him for years, and I just asked him what was the accident last year, so he explained to me, you know, and uh, I, I don't know what you guys want us to do about it, like talk about it. I, 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 don't, I don't know what's, what's the goal here that um, is continuously brought up and uh, these incidents that, in my opinion, have nothing to do with players, but somehow you keep dragging players into it. So what's the goal here? I think you should ask yourself that question, not me. Well, the other thing is his father is entitled to have his political beliefs, right? I mean, you might not agree with them. You might be able to argue with some some nuances about it. But um, again, what is wrong with being able to have free expression in public debate? Truth almost always wins when you have that. Uh, and it takes work to have that. But that is the essentials that keeps a free society free. I'll play the footage of his father with these Russian dudes. And let's just keep in mind, it's dark. The Serbian flag and the Russian flag look a hell of a lot alike. And considering this flag has this Putin image on the middle of it, maybe, the, maybe Novak's dad thought it was actually the Serbian crest that's in the middle of the Serbian flag or possibly a Serbian flag with the picture of his son on it because it's dark in the footage. So, I mean, once again, we do not even give the slightest bit. Well, does Mr. Novak have the obligation to um, to change his conduct because of other people around him? Does he have to walk around them, you know, up a hundred yards? Um, you know, isn't he a free person? Um you know, do you have to dance around folks? No. The media hates him because he didn't take the B-A-C-C-I-N-E. God, the group it, thing is unbelievable. The man is completely innocent of, of anything from this. Because A, he's entitled to believe whatever he wants to believe. And then B, you know, it could have been a very simple mistake if you just look at the footage as well. But that's really all I had for you today. But, you know, it's Friday. We're going into the weekend. We got some cool videos coming out, but I do want people to see this nice little footage of Novak with some fans. It's a really kind of cute moment and just, just shows what kind of a great guy Novak is. Novak, Novak, you take a selfie with us. Catch, catch, catch. I'm rooting for him now. So, right, <laughs> we all are. We all want him to kick their asses down under. Yeah. All right. I'll catch all you right. later. See you. Bye. Novak Djokovic. <laughs>